Hardnick and Andy Picaro in the All Things Comedy Studio in Burbank, California. Fraser Smith at home here at Beverly Hills. And guys, it's time for Puck Off. A lot of interesting stuff going off. Something actually happened just a few hours ago that's interesting. What do you think? What's up, Fraser? We are one week away from the Fraser Smith triumphant return. Back to All Things Comedy Studio. I'll be back. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, well, are you, uh, you're driving the ship. You're the captain of this ship. What do you want to, I mean, there's a, Penguin's Corner is, uh, is you know, filled up. So, but let's do some other stuff before I have a conniption here. <laughs> well, you heard about, I know, I don't blame you guys. Uh, now, you guys heard about Kruger, right? Yes, I did. And you know what? It's about, they lost 12 in a row. Uh, that's why uh, I have a great, uh, great uh, uh, soft dump tomorrow on DVE. But, you know, 12 in a row, Frage. I mean, they're the bad news bears. Drunk Walter Matthau would be a better coach than these guys. That's what I said. I said on DVE, I said, they're, they're the Washington Generals. I mean, Gino's going to throw a bucket of confetti on somebody. I mean, give me a break. They're, te- they're terrible. Well, I, I hate to say this because of BB, but please. I mean, yeah, the, I, and and then their their hiring was Don Granado, who is Tony's little brother, coached at Wisconsin, and then uh, I forget where he was before. I think he was an assistant at uh, in Chicago under Quenville, and then under under uh, Culloden. And so he he's been an assistant coach. He's he's been the head coach of a bunch of teams in the AHL and ECHL. He hasn't been a head coach of a playoff team since two thousand four. So they they didn't really bring in a guy who's like a hot guy that everybody's like looking to have come in. They they found literally whatever interim coach or whatever coaches out there willing to take the interim job. So I think it's even more of a mess. Like yeah, fire Ralph Kruger, but almost stay with like let the house burn down this year with Ralph Kruger and look next year maybe. But I don't know. Maybe Eichel didn't want to play anymore with them. Who who knows what the deal is there? But everything was going so bad. I, I don't see anything turning it around, especially a, a kind of a you know. A career assistant like this, Frage. Here's how cheap those that team is. Most teams, most teams have twenty scouts, or the average is twenty. So probably Toronto has five hundred, right? The average is about twenty. Uh, yeah. Buffalo doesn't have a Western Hockey League scout, an OHL scout, or a Russian scout. How can you wow. not have a Russian scout? Or no, I mean, how can you not have well, any yeah. scouts, right? It's ridiculous, man, and that's that's why they've lost twelve in a row. <laughs> well, it's underlined by the yeah. fact. I'm sorry, Frage. Uh, but oh it, no, it's just you know this wasn't a surprise, you know. Yeah, but this year is the most important year to have scouts. Most leagues are kind of playing a half, you know, league to half season type thing. Some guys aren't playing at all that are projected to go in the next couple of years. Um... This is this is not a year where you can't have scouts. So this is it's compact. Any any year it's bad to not have any scouts. What are they going to do with the draft? What notes do they have? Uh, it's like most most teams don't have many notes because of the way this year has gone down. So they're going to get another great pick and probably throw it away. I mean, it all looks bad in Buffalo. Well, well that's the thing. I mean, they've I mean they've tanked for ten years and don't have any superstars. Darlene. Is leads the league in minus. He's the number one. I mean, you thought now Yakupov was a disaster. Now never led the league in uh, whatever led the league in plus my. He never went for the green jacket. Darlene had that great year. Remember the rookie year, right? And then it's it's been downhill from there. I think it's tough being a young good defenseman on a terrible team. I don't think I think it's hard to look good. I mean, T.J. Oshie found yeah. the fountain of youth playing against Darlene. Him Kuznetsov looked like Kuznetsov. Yeah, there there was a play th- this week. There was a breakdown and a goal scored on Buffalo that was just embarrassing. They beat know. everybody. He beat Stahl, Darlene, and uh, the old guy, the old defenseman that fought. <laughs> yeah. The, the, you know, yeah, Jordan Stahl was mailing it in on that play. That that uh, Mark, uh, poke check, not Jordan, uh, not Mark. No, um, Eric. One. Of I them. always get Eric wrong. He's like the he's like the it's like the Von Erics of hockey. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? And you know, in all honesty, we wasted so much time on these guys. The last they stink. Uh Here's a big. Here's the big news to me. Anders Lee, the captain of the Fishermen, out this season, torn ACL. Now Bellows came in. He was came, uh, he was pretty hot, but that's huge to lose your captain. Now that's a big. It's a big loss, Frazier. What do you think about that? 
Well, I, he's a great player, you know. He's having a good year, too. I think he's got 12 goals. Uh, he is their leader and uh, their captain, and that's a real big loss for them. But I think besides five-on-five, five, I think him on the power play in front of the net, I mean, he is Franzen-esque. You know, he, he's, uh, you know, he really is. You just You can't move him in front of the net. Yeah, I don't think they can win. He's a tough guy. Like legitimately compete for a cup without him. So I think that Taylor Hall to the Islanders is something that I know it's a, it's a risk, but Lou's got to do something. He's got to get another top six, a guy that can score. Maybe Hall on a good team is okay. But Taylor Hall doesn't play in the front hey, of the that's net. a good idea. That's a good one. You're right. I mean, you're, I, you're right. That would be a good move for them. You're not going to get back that. But you're still going to get back, hopefully, some goals. I, I mean, like like things might have to change. Where with Barzell being exciting, that team still has a lot of scoring. But you know, and Bailey, I, I think that they have they just got to replace a few more goals that they're going to lose with them. Again, you're not going to get the same play though. You're right. I, I, the last guy I would touch if I was Lou Lamarillo actually is Taylor Hall. You, I mean, he's not a clubhouse cancer, but I don't think I don't actually think he's Mark Messier. I think he, <laughs> you can be in between and help a team win, though. You know, you know, like I think, I think he, he could. It might go bad, but if it does, it's for you know. You give up a couple picks. You're not going to have to give up mucks because nobody's going to be trading for him. So you give up a couple picks, and uh, you can still make a run this year. A good run, maybe if he scores, you know, four or five goals down the stretch in the playoffs. Well, you know, the cheapskates in Buffalo aren't going to hold back salary, so I would just use that money. And he's making eight million. I, I would put that money to better use. Well, you but it's only one season left, so you're only, you're only going to own half of it, and you got long term injury reserve. That's where the money comes out of. So any money they already had, they still have, and now that Lee's down, no, no, not the actual money. I just mean the eight million that you could be using. That whatever Lee's salary is, I would put that towards two guys. That, yeah, that, that can possibly. I would put that. I mean, he he's not playing center. Lee's a center. It's almost like it's almost made for stall, actually. But to me, I don't know. I everyone's been throwing Stahl's name around to every team. What's Stahl done this year except get beat like a like a rented mule up and down the ice? I, he's like the last guy. I, <laughs> everyone in Buffalo to me, unless unless to me you want, uh, you know the uh, the, the 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 jackass defenseman, um, uh, Ristolainen. Yeah, Ristolainen. Just because you know what he'll cross check somebody and he's a good way to eat up penalty minutes. And a, I mean, like for the Penguins <laughs> and or someone else that wants to get tough, like say Winnipeg can't get, um, you know, uh, the guy the, the guy from Columbus or Eckholm. Aristolainen, you know what? He's better than nothing. Other than that, I, I, no one's scoring on that team. No one's doing anything on that team. No, but again, and you always pointed out, they had a guy who literally was the club manager for a professional soccer team up until he got this job. I, I really think that they've been so mismanaged, and they have seven or eight players. You know, Dylan Cousins we haven't mentioned yet, um, uh, 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 Reinhardt. They've got players that I think could be useful on, on other teams. Um, just They just... This being on Buffalo is bringing them all down. But that's what I'm saying, though. I But, I mean, that's I mean, Ristolainen, even if he is can't get out of his funk, at least he's huge and can get in the way of a shot. I, I don't know what a, a, a funk Taylor Hall who hasn't scored. He did, Taylor Hall wasn't that good in Arizona. No. <laughs> you know? Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And I, and I, well, and I like Taylor Hall Islanders- as a dude. Like, I, 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 I wish he I, – I was happy he went there. I thought him and I could, could – could make some magic. Obviously, it didn't happen. Well, you know, the Islanders are in first place, but this is a big hit. Who could you see them going after, Joe? Uh, you know, I'd have to see who is comp- – I mean, in all honesty, I, I, I could see him asking Getzoff if he wants to come over. Number one center, stands in front of the net. Leader does exactly – He's he's the old man Anders Lee. <laughs> yeah, but then we run into the problem that we always talk about where who's going to sell jerseys for the Ducks? He's going to come right back. Oh, you do, do, a, do a Mark Recchi? Do yeah. a Mark Recchi, go win a cup, come back? Exactly. Uh, that would be great for the Ducks. I mean, if the Ducks can have it work out that way where they get a pick or two and then they can have, they can re-sign them, then that's, yeah, I can totally see the Ducks doing that. Well, who, 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 else is a, who else is a good center that could play number one center on a top seven – Top eight team, at least, that is on a crappy team that's good. If you're on a crappy team, because you're on a crappy team. 
I mean, I, I, I mean, well, I mean, you yeah. know, I mean, I, I, I like Ricard Raquel, but he can't play center for them. You know, I mean, who on the Sharks? I mean, Logan Couture's not going anywhere. No, especially if they're gonna. They're, they're you, gonna want buy yeah. you, you, no. want jo- you want Johansson? You want you want Johansson? Nashville would you know they'd pay for the Uber to get Johansson to you. You know, I don't. I wouldn't want Johansson. No, no he's. I, I. I'd rather. I'd rather have Stall. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's not a lot out there. I mean, look, needing <laughs> to, a center to replace Anders to replace. I mean, there, there's hardly anyone that can replace Teddy Bluger. On <laughs> you know who the hell can replace Anders Lee. I don't, I, well, if, yeah, I, I don't know their lineup good. down my like down my head, but you're right. If, if it is an issue of nobody else there can play center, then they have to get a center. Well, they have some guys that can play center, but it's just it, it's it's a big hit. I mean, last night was about the best thing. That, I mean, how much how great of a night was it for Boston? But we'll get to the Penguins in a couple more minutes. Uh, <laughs> I want I want to talk about I want to talk about a few things. One is uh, Chicago still playing well. Kirby Dodge is now skating. And uh, Dallas is playing Tampa, and they can't beat them. Chicago is looking mighty good, and and uh, yeah. the G Stanley Bowman Stanley Stanley said they might they're going to be buyers if it looks good. That's huge for the Blackhawks, and we all know that's huge for this show. <laughs> when when the Blackhawks are good, Chicago lights up for puck off. Um, yeah, how, yeah, that's right. How about, we love the Chicago fans. How about the Bluesers? Signed Bennington, five years, thirty-six million bucks. Frage, you're the goaltending expert. Would you pay that for Bennington? Well, no, I don't think. You know, he hasn't really shown what he showed in the playoffs a couple of years ago when he was so good. Uh, he hasn't really played up to that, has he? And uh, he's a little spotty, I think. You're. Yeah, it, they're paying him like seven million bucks. I'm not good at math, but seven million dollars a year. No, I think it's five seven, five point seven. Oh, five point seven. Yeah. Okay, paying him five point seven million dollars a year. Do you think he's a? You think he's a five point five million dollar a year goaltender? No, but what, what's Matt Murray's contract? Isn't it five five or five six? I think it's right there, or maybe even six. So I mean, well, like he he. I think that was the argument of Matt Murray got this. I want this, and I think they're the same guy. They're just disappointing. Like, like, like they came in hot. They came in on good, deep teams. They played yeah. above serviceably. I don't want to be insulting and say that they were serviceable. Matt Murray certainly got some votes in in, uh, in sixteen for uh, for the Con Smythe. He's never going to win it, but I mean, he played really pretty well. I mean, me and you talk about how we thought he was a weak link a little bit towards the end of that run. But he played well enough, and I think there's been an overreaction on both players. Ottawa just made a move where they don't want to be on the cap floor, and they needed a goalie. For St. Louis, I don't get it at all. You have a really good team, and you've locked into a mediocre goalie for a long time. Yeah, and he did have that great playoff, and he's based everything off of that. Since then, he's been hit and miss. Uh, About Matt Murray, though, Matt Murray won two Cups. Was phenomenal against the Capitals. Uh, you know, blanked the Preds in a game five must win, and he, and he did it twice. So you look, you look at Bennington, he only did it once, and and then you can look at the contract from Murray and say the guy did it twice, and then he fell off the earth. So that's like another reason. No. Not to get I think the there's Bennington. been a worse fall for, for Murray though. That's where it, it, it that's where it evens out. Where yeah, Murray did it twice. He you know he has a pedigree, but who's a better goaltender right now? Who do you want to start tomorrow night? I I would start Bennington ten times uh, out of ten times over Murray. You know what I mean? Okay, okay, I agree with you. But what if what if Murray got the vote of confidence in Pittsburgh, and he's playing he's playing in front he's playing in Pittsburgh and not and Murray's. Whatever he, he's at a nine ten save percent, or at least a nine a nine oh eight. I'll get you know, and he's given up two point eight five a game. You know what though? There's been at least three of those five plus game nights where I love to give him the okay. Yeah, three of them were two on O's, or you know what I mean. Like, but he's letting in that one goal. Connor McDavid just threw the puck at the net and it hit him in the skate and went in. He's letting in goals that just just can't happen in the NHL. On top of that, Ottawa's not very good. I think Ottawa could be better if it weren't for Matt Murray. I think if I listed all the problems on Ottawa, Matt Murray's coming in high. Hmm. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. 
So yeah, so that's why I think right. But once you lose uh, your way, once you lose your way in net, though, you kind of lose your way. I just think that's Bennington's argument. He's like, look at what Matt Murray's making. I want a cup, and I'm better than him. So I better make a little bit more or have better term. I think he's a little making a little bit less, but with better term. To me, it just proves once again that Doug Armstrong uh, lucked out so hard when he won the cup with Baruby scaring that team. <laughs> <They're a pretty laughs> that's a terrible. That's a terrible job by the GM. I, I really. Five years of him? Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, come on! I I don't I don't know. I and especially when is it just me or has there never been more good goalies in the NHL? And and teams are freaking out signing guys long term that they just kind of like. I disagree with that statement. You don't think there's never, never been this many good goalies? I think there's never been B minus. I think there's never been a bunch of B goalies. How many great goaltenders are there? Hollebeck, Rask. I mean, uh, what do you mean great? Like, at the end of the day, like, they're great or just, you know. At the end of the day, yeah, the, the, you're like, oh, my God, I would give I would give up my goaltender and another player for him. Not a lot, but I'd say there's less teams that have no goaltending than, there, than there's been. Usually, and there's and there's more teams that have two goaltenders than there's been. Maybe maybe that's what I'm saying. There's, there's just right, these, right. But every every team that has two goaltenders, if you, if you would tell the Kings you can give up Jeff Carter and anybody and you can have Rask, they'd say, sure. If you say the Penguins, you you, 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 well, you can give up, you know, sweaty Teddy and 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 whoever, and you're like you can have Rask, like sure. Besides uh, Rask, mental or, or or Hellebuck, I'll give Hellebuck because Rask has his mental issues. Yeah, Hellebuck for sure. I think yeah. he's the best goalie in the league. Yeah, I mean, I, right now, I, I think probably over the course of two years, he's been the best goalie in the league. And Gibby. Now, uh, one thing I yeah. think is a, a trend is that if somebody has a good playoff run. They they think that goalie is going to be hot for the next five years, and that's not always the case. Uh, look at like Demko, uh, you know, or you know, someone who has a great playoff run, and then they're mediocre after that. I mean, and in actually, Demko's played pretty good the last couple of weeks. It, it, well, he's been playing. It, great, it's almost uh, more like lately, but it's almost more not like Holby since he did in the playoffs. It's almost more like Holby Fresh. <laughs> like, like Washington was smart. They're like, you know what? Thanks for our cup, but we're not going to sign you the crazy money for five years. I mean, you know, Washington played that pretty good. Yeah, especially with Samsonov uh, down the pike and then believing in him so much, and he's had a weird injury-filled uh, first couple of years. I don't mind Vanacek. I mean, he's had his off games, but what young kid hasn't? He looks awkward to me. I mean, he he has had some really good games, but I I, I don't know if he's the guy. I, I don't know if he's the guy, but if but it, in the cap hell that they're in, where they have to, they're wondering how can they finesse Ovi for the next five years. And they're going to have to get rid of T.J. Oshie. Not giving Holpe all that money was a pretty good idea. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about this? What do you think about this kid for uh, Boston? Well, you know, he looked good last night. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's a little gangly, but you know, I'm, you know, Halak led in two softies on Monday. Well, one Sid scores on everybody, so who, he, you know, I, I can't. But I mean, Evan Rodriguez. I mean, oh my God! Uh, a softball from way downtown. He should have stopped that. Well, yeah, and the Sid shot, shot too, though. I mean, I know it's Sid, but I mean, he's in the corner, and it somehow beats you between your glove and the pipe. You got to have that one too. You got it was a cool goal, but you got to have it. No, I mean, I think I think he'd want, he I think he wants it back, but I mean, Sid's beaten better for bigger stakes. You know? Yeah, but I think Sid was really thrown on the net. And you could see by Sid's reaction. That's another thing I wanted to point out. Sid is smiling and laughing. Is it just me? Or he's, he's engaged in a way that um, it's uh, not that he ever isn't, but he's been like having a good time out there, it looks like, from the TV at least. Well, you know, well, let's get into it then. Yeah. Let's get into the Penguins for a minute, uh, for probably more than a minute. Uh, you know, uh, hey, they beat Buffalo. They had to a couple games. And thank God. Uh, and they beat Boston Monday. Looked great. They had the two lines going, the two-headed monster, Gino, uh, 1,100 points. The, you know, the two-headed monster, they looked fantastic. And then, boom, last night, Sweaty Teddy injured pregame. Gino injured in the game. Now they're, then now they're out their, their best penalty killer, their third-line center, who really is a good third-line center, and Hall of Famer, top 50 center, and now they're only three points ahead of the Bruins. Uh, not good. No, but they could have easily yeah, that lost was a both. Tough, that was a tough one last night for you guys. 
It was, but you know what? I remember when I said, I, I don't know if I said it here or to you, Joe. I wanted them to start getting more than 30 shots. Last night they had 35. And I thought that they actually played better, uh, you know, in the game they lost than the game they won. But we said we needed the split, and I feel comfortable coming out of it. But like Joey, like you talked about, the only thing that matters from that series is if Gino's okay. Yeah, I can live without Sweaty Teddy. I love Sweaty Teddy. We finally have a third-line center, great penalty killer. You can live with that. You can't live with losing a Hall of Famer. <laughs> like, I mean, you just you can't. Uh, you can't. And, and, no, and they're playing so much better as a team. You know, that was an incredible effort by those guys. They had 10, 10 forwards playing the whole game against Boston. And Boston needed that like it was a game five. And Boston played like they needed that game. And they had a five-minute penalty kill. And, you know, and all the young kids stepped up. I'm, I'm calling a, a Angelo the godfather because when he puts a hit out on you, you're done. I mean, I mean, even your boy Lafferty played pretty good last night, you know. And, but Patterson, please, Petter, either trade Patterson or bench him. A guy, if there's no one around him, he has to throw the puck over the glass because he just loves the penalty box. Is the, is the game oh, I loved pe- how he was arguing. It hit the camera. So it shouldn't be a penalty. The camera is outside of the glass. Go to the box. It was the dumbest argument I've ever seen. He's like, I hit the camera. It shouldn't be a penalty. The camera's on the other side. Well, it's like, does he like the Gatorade in the box? Is the Gatorade better in the box? I mean, can you just stay out of the box? Yeah. I, I, I'm really wow. like, haven't, I, I don't care if P, Pojo, what development? I mean, we'll see. The whole thing might be moved if, if Gino's done for the year. But I mean, you can't go. Well, in. Is he, how long is he going to be out? Do they know anything? They he's being they evaluated. had the day off today and he's being evaluated. So so let's get to the other the uh, the elephant in the room here. Uh, the hit last night that caused the five minute major penalty, which Berkey today. I know he's on our team now. Berkey said, "I love it." He said, "Not near the boards, shoulder uh, shoulder to chest, clean, no stick work, not high, not late." How can that be a major? I don't think it should have been. No, but bad the, call. The argument, though, is that if if a, if a boarding is one of the calls that can result in a major, right? And so the call was boarding. It wasn't charging or it wasn't a high hit or targeting. The call was boarding. And boarding is, is written so weird. And this is where the NHL and all hockey leagues are weird. Boarding is simply throwing a player, a defenseless player, viciously into the boards. Now, most people would just say that's also checking, <laughs> but it is a rule. And back, back in like Gordy Howe days, that's how guys would really get hurt when you would throw a kind of an open ice check that would end up into the boards. And so that rule has been there forever. They never call it like that <laughs> until they just called it like that versus Tanev. And if the guy gets up, there's no call at all. The same hit happened later that night um, in a Ranger game. I think it was Lindgren or somebody lit somebody up. Same spot on the ice, a little bit closer to the boards, no injury, no call. That was one of those things where the referees really respond to the guy being injured, and I could see in real time them calling it, but then the review, get rid of the review then. Hey, Czar hit Darlene of Buffalo 10 times dirtier than that, and they they called the two-minute penalty, or nothing, I think, and he just got the fight because they defended him. For once, Buffalo stood up for itself. But, I mean, that cannot be a penalty. I, I went hitting in hockey. I the, mean, I mean it, just, it just can't be. The reactionary to the injury, that's what it is. It, 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 here's all you need to know about that hit, about if it's clean or not. Jack Edwards, the ultimate Homer crybaby for Boston, did not call for his assassination. He, he would still be crying about Tanev if he thought it was dirty. He didn't make a Sirhan Sirhan reference this time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I think back in the day, you know, yeah, it's hockey. So those kind of hits happen all the time. I, I, I don't think that's a five-minute major. The thing is, too, he got a suspension. Didn't he get a game suspension too? No, no. knock on wood. I, I that's one thing I think having Berkey as your president of hockey ops. I think I think Berkey can call Stash and say, "Give me a break." Well, and also every referee is graded off of every call and every period that they do, and I don't think the league loved that call. Even though, and I think that that was another discussion: is can Toronto come down and say, "No, no, 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 you're going to give a major there"? No, you reviewed this, we reviewed it. No major. Why is it the referee's discretion after you still go to an iPad? I understand discretion when it's happening, but once you go to the iPad, how come the league can't go? Hey, that's not a suspension. The ref right or, there or didn't or even have his arm rejection. up. The ref staring at it didn't have his arm up. The ref that was down ice that saw him go flying against the boards. And I love Tenorti. Tenorti beats up terrible Tommy. Gino bumps him. Gino's injured. <laughs> and then he, he falls down like he's playing soccer. Like, 
How did he go in the pool I mean, that hard? Tanev did launch him. And I'm not saying it in a dirty way, but even, I mean, he, would, he didn't. Tanev didn't even jump up, though. I mean, it, it was his, it was his, it was one of those things like he hit, it's like the NFL's creeping in now. Susie Colburn, ESPN are already ruining hockey. It's like the old, he hit him too hard. He just hit him too hard. And he went flying. The, yeah, big, the big bad Bruins. I'm watching it right now. It's on. I'm watching it on a replay right now. I'm not sure uh, who the What does was. Stephen A. Smith think of it, Frage? <laughs> well, Stephen Smith thought it was, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, it. I don't think that's too flagrant. It was it's clean. That's the thing. It was but clean. If it was 40. any bit high or late, that's the thing. It wasn't no, high or it late. Wasn't. It wasn't. I think boarding is like it's, it happens much less often, but it's like holding any hit that happens a foot and a half or so away from the boards that ends up with the player going into the boards. I guess you technically could call it because that is what the the rule is, but we just don't see it called like that. Well, I think he had a bad landing, but I don't think the hit was that hard. No, it, it was just off balance, and, and again, it was all clean. Yeah. It was just the positioning on the ice makes it unfortunate. And again, I can see a two-minute boarding call, but a, a, a suspension or an ejection are ridiculous. It was like the terrible Tommy call when he hit Jankowski on the follow-through. It was exactly other than the terrible Tommy took fifteen strides, and it was and it was a half a minute late. It was really late. Yeah, it was dirty. But even uh, that, it was, but it was even that hit, I said that's hockey. I didn't even cry about that hit. No, I don't think he should have gotten in trouble. That, I think it's a dirtier hit. I think it's definitely interference. And I think that one I could see getting a five because of the way they call it. That one's closer to being a five than Tanev's. You know, that that was Tommy's was closer to being a two back when Yager played for the Penguins. That's like, yeah, that's ten minutes late. That's a two minute. I mean, you know, it was it was totally like that's that's the definition of interference. Yeah. Hitting somebody that late. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, I think the fear is, and somebody else mentioned this that I was watching TV. Some it might be Connor McDavid or Sid that gets one of those hits. And that's where the leagues talks about how you know, when the NFL started protecting knees because when Brady tore his ACL, I think that they just really want that foot away from the boards hit to get out of the game, too. They're not, and again, the behind the, the, the checks and behind have kind of left. I think they want to get rid of that hit, too. They just haven't told us about it. What, 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 what hits are they going to let? They don't want the open ice hit. They don't want the hit near the boards. I mean, I mean, there's, the more, there's more bang. There's, you're allowed to be closer in a Catholic grade school dance now. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean yeah, it, you're not. I mean, look, the rules are becoming like that. But yeah, I think the um, I, I never remember them calling the violent boarding calls, and and I, I wish I could recall another one that happened recently. But you do see it. You do see them make that call where you're like, why is that? A, a, oh, I, I guess that is against the rules of boarding. I there, don't know. There's you know? technically no hitting in women's Olympic hockey. There is now more hitting in women's Olympic hockey that's allowed than in the uh-huh. NHL. I mean, well, it's. It, yeah. it, I mean, that it, yeah, been it's called years ago. It's a speed and retrieval game now. There's not a lot. There isn't a lot of hitting. So when, when these hits along the boards happen, they are. I guess they are more jarring. And don't get me wrong. I I am not the Neanderthal that I play on television. I mean, I am a Neanderthal that I love old school hockey. But I understand. I love the speed and the skating. I want a little bit of hitting. And to me, that was as clean as it could be. You want a big hit that's clean. That's it. I'm sorry. He's six five and uncoordinated. He, he fell back like me, getting getting hit by Ian Bag. But I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll get off it. Um, more Tortorella news last week. He benched Line A, and then Line A goes, "I thought I was playing good." <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, what, what more? Tortorella is like he's like a sitcom now, where he's he's like Costanza when Costanza was trying to get fired from the Yankees. Like, what more can he do to get fired? But what's good, though? He went on, like, a six-game stretch where he wasn't doing anything. Line A came in hot, and then he benched him the one time, and he came back a little bit hot. Uh, you know, Mike Sullivan benched Kapanen two weeks ago, and he's played great since. I, I don't understand why it's everybody, not just us. Every time Torch benches somebody, it, it, it's it's huge news. I'm not, I'm not Like, people get benched. There's probably ten different players benched this, uh, you know, this week that we don't talk about. If the Penguins traded Geno for Line A, and Sullivan benched him. We, we would be talking, uh, uh, you know, no. it, it, I mean, I, it, they traded their number one. They traded super. They traded what they considered their star for what they considered the guy to save their franchise. So Gina's a bad example. If, if the Panthers traded Barkov for somebody and Q benched him, 
consistently when they're down a goal or they bench them in over. If there's any time where you could say, you know what, line, they just got to just score a goal. It'd be overtime. Yeah, I, I, I agree. But I, I just yeah, think. Yeah, that's true. I think that he, that the weight, and this is why Torts probably has to go from when there, when there's talent involved and he's going to take a gritty team and make them better, but a talented team he's going to probably hurt is because you play his way or you don't play and his team's kind of get as far as they can get with that style. And they don't have a lot of skills. So you're right, taking him out of the lineup doesn't make sense, but it is, it does make sense that if, you know, if a guy's not playing the way you want him to play, you bench him. It happens, you know, pretty consistently. Well, you know, and, and uh, Lonnie, as great as he is, really isn't uh, a torch kind of player in terms of his, he's not a gritty player. You know, he's a scorer. And, uh, you know, I think that's why you should, that's why they picked him up, you would think. It, it really was a look. I mean, I thought that the Columbus Blue Jackets, I thought Winnipeg got hosed, and I still do if it was with any other team. <laughs> but the fact that he went to Columbus, and you know he's not going to stay, and Tortorella's messing with him, that really Winnipeg so won that trade. Looking back now, because it's like they they got they 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 got a great. They got they got a really good player for their problem that was going to be a problem, you know. Like like they I I, I admit they didn't. No, I, they still lost that. I don't know how to put it, but basically Columbus gets nothing out of trading unless they trade Line a at the deadline. Could that have? Because if Kekalainen is thinking, man, I'm going to get nothing for do. Oh, I can get Line a for him. Maybe I can flip him at the deadline as a rental and get a couple picks, get something out of him. That could be the smart move in Columbus. I, I would think trade I him. said that a couple weeks ago. Oh, did you? Am no, I no, 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 no. Maybe oh. not to you, but somebody else. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Dude. I know because I was thinking. What, like, yeah, if, I don't know. I think in the middle of him being benched, I'm really going to trade him at the deadline. He's not staying. That would make the most sense. He, he, he's not staying. And, and, you know, I mean, I don't care how much Jack Roslovic gives him the tour of Columbus every night. Roslovic, by the what, way, has been very good. What's that take, three seconds? Hey, there's the new CVS they put in. I mean, they have German. They have Germantown. <laughs> I mean, but really, I mean, like, you know, they, they basically stole, uh, they, they stole uh, you know, uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois because Line A was yeah. going to be a, a, a contract problem. It wasn't that line day wasn't playing well, you know. Yeah, well, also there's uh, there was a thing between him and Wheeler, uh, like there was a thing there. There, there, oh, there yeah. was a problem, so but, it was like it was more than just like not yeah, playing. Uh, but, well. Yeah, but but it wasn't. But but it wasn't with the coach. No, he responded well to Maurice, who was hard on him, which yeah. is why I think that maybe in in some weird world that works with Torch, because Maurice and Torch aren't that far apart in the way they coach. Torch is just way worse at pressers. <laughs> Paul Maurice is uh, is funny at press conferences, whereas Torch bites off heads. Maurice would not bench Line twice. I think he did bench him a lot during his time in Winnipeg. Not like... Not, not, not to the embarrassing level. Not after he not, just not, traded not, his best not, player for him. Yeah, it's just uh, I, I just think it's ludicrous, uh, and really, it's like so for Pierre Luc Dubois, you got you got Jack Rosslick. You could have got Jack Rosslick off of waivers. Well, he, he was actually in Columbus practicing still. You could have just waited for con- whatever contract was up to. You know, I mean, that, that, that's basically what you got for him. Oh man, uh, some more. Uh, how about the San Jose Sharks? Yeah. Now, Eric Carlson says he didn't sign up for this. Well, then you shouldn't have signed an $11.5 million contract with busted ankles. Yeah, I thought he signed up for $70 million. I'm yeah. confused because I thought that's what he signed up for. Is he yeah. saying that's not what he signed? Then give it back. <laughs> like, what did you think? Yeah, Joe right Thornton on. and Patrick Marlowe were right the best on. players. Where did you think they were going to be in three he years? He's not, he not played well. He's not even played up to that level, that kind of money, since he's been there. And I think he was damaged goods. He was completely. De- I mean, when when he was in the Eastern Conference Finals, he was arguably the third best player in hockey, and and he was tremendous. He, man. he was yeah. tremendous, but then he got busted up, and he's nowhere near that. But they're to me the Sharks. The mistake was they already had Brett Burns on the decline. <laughs> Let's get another guy on the decline that's offensive. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. We talked about it. Joe Pavelski leaving. Carlson didn't make any sense. Um, and he, their goaltending situation is total nightmare. They got nothing going on. And I don't know how Carlson, I mean, we all saw it, the, the Sharks window closing. 
as he signed there. And we thought, okay, he's got to win a cup in the next two years or else that team, the window's done. Didn't happen. Window's done. We all knew it. He's the only guy, I guess, that didn't know that the Sharks weren't going to stay competitive for that uh, seven-year monstrosity contract that he had. Hey, it's nice living in San- it's nice living in Silicon Valley, and he took his money. I have no problem with him taking his money, being sixty percent of what he was. Just don't complain about it. Don't complain. You're eating up an eighth <laughs> of the cap. You and, and, and another defenseman yeah. are eating up twenty uh, percent of the cap. Don't complain. If you want, if you know what, take seven million, and they can get another guy. Yeah. Then, then you can complain less if you put a team around you. What yeah. are they supposed to do? And you know, and and Mr. Pickle Velasic, he's been terrible. I don't know hey, what happened to you. Never. Brett Burns used to be every day. He was on the highlights. Where's Brett, where the hell's Brent Burns been? Not everybody can keep that Ovechkin shot, speed, and stride down that side of the ice. Yeah, he's 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 gotten older. Because Burns had that. Burns had the. I'm I'm going to pick up the puck and I'm going to come down and rip a shot. Maybe it'll miss the net. Maybe not. I don't see that out of him at all anymore. He used to be like a winger playing defense. That's a great point. That Andy, that's why you're awesome on the show. But you can't pick up a power play point. You can't. You can't be. You can't get it. You can't be like, oh, like Burns to Kane on the power. I don't even see him picking up secondary assists. Yeah, the, the, their best player, they're going to have to buy out for money reasons. For bankruptcy. Yeah, because the, all the loans that, that Kane owns are against um, his contract, and I guess it's best for all parties. I don't know how it works. We need a lawyer in here. It's best for, best for all parties potentially to walk away from that right now. Well, it's best because then he gets out of all of his being sued for money because now he has no money. He has no money. He can just file, file for real bankruptcy, I guess. I don't, I don't even know. Didn't he already file? Oh... We, well, need, I, we need a CPA to come in. I think he was just sued or like, just like, hey, we want all this money. And he's like, I don't have it. I, whatever. <laughs> like, now, man, are there hey, any teams that would want Carlson now? Not an 11 and a half million. No. I, I mean, and think of the only scenario. The only scenario is them paying him, what, $45 million to buy him out? I mean, what can you do? Or, or you retain $3 million and trade him? Like, the Sharks are in a $60 million nightmare. With, yeah, with Eric Carl. Frage, your boss, I is is not in that bit. He used to be the he used to be the ultimate Monday launderer. Your boss in Arizona, <laughs> he used to he used yeah. to take everybody's ridiculous contract just to get to the cap and then never pay him. Uh, that could happen. Yeah. Especially, oh, yeah. especially uh, if uh, Oliver Ekman Larson goes. My question is more about his talent, though. Does he ever return close to his old form, or is that are those days done? A good, maybe, old form, no. Is he going to go back to being one of the top three players in the league unless there's a lot of broken legs in the North Division? I don't think he's ever going to be one of the best three players in the league again. I, I, I don't. I, he could be serviceable. He could be worth $7 million, but he's never going to be worth $11 million again. I don't know if he's worth $7 right. million because I'll tell you, my buddy, uh, you know, Christopher Letang, is playing lights-out hockey. He's, he's played the best since 2016, since they beat Carlson. Or no, that was 17, they beat Carlson. And that's why, you know, yeah, Tang didn't play that series. Um, and he's only just barely worth $7 million. I, I, To me, that's just too much money to spend on defensemen, on anybody I, that, that it, plays defense. They, they, they did the NBA thing. We'll pay you for what you did the other place when we bring you here. Like, Carlson was definitely one of the most dominant players in the NHL at the last three or four years he was with Ottawa. Even through torn Achilles and broken feet, he was he could single-handedly bring that team. Him and Craig Anderson made that team a team. And so I think that he was worth $11 million, but not when they gave it to him. I'm trying to think of the last time a team had two ridiculous defensemen. Ridiculous. And I think it was Al McGinnis and Pronger in St. Louis – and they didn't win the Stanley Cup. Well, there's one that won the Stanley Cup. One duo that you, I, you, you missed. Your mistress's uh, rivals. Needs and Pronger. In, uh, in, uh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Pronger was, okay. Yeah. That's the one. Oh, that's the only one I can think of. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who put a lot of, and, and that was post cap. Okay. Because yeah. I'm trying to think in the cap. No one's, except those guys. Except that one, yeah. That put all their money in two defensemen. Yeah, now, and and now, and you could do that because Getz and Perry were really young. They didn't have big contracts right. yet, so you had your big goal scorers making three three million or so dollars. So, so you had a lot of money then to do that. But e- even so, that's what I was thinking about. I remember McGinnis and Pronger would each play thirty minutes each, 
And they, they were one of them was always on the ice and on the power play. They just took up everything. And they, they just played together because there's really only allowed to have one big dog in the yard because someone's going to be the power play king. And that's it. You only need one. That's what was so shocking about them getting out. Like you already have Burns. What? You need anybody else in the power play. That's why Latang is so like never wants to give up his throne, the Marino or anybody else. Like, you know, that's the leachy spot. It's the Bork. Like who was the other defense? I was trying to figure out on Colorado, the when Bork went there, that it was like, okay, he was kind of sharing it. And they didn't win until their second year though. Uh, offensive defenseman in Colorado. Yeah. I forget when Borky won. Oh, geez. When he took his parade Uh let's get to the, uh, the other, uh, the other, that's some of the other big news before we do the awards is that Ovechkin 618 passes the great Phil Esposito. He's number five now, or he's number six. Yeah, I did the math. Oops, sorry. Go ahead, Frazier. Is he 718 or 1618? Seven. 718. 718, yeah. Um, Yeah, well, and he passed Espo. Yeah, that was, that, that, I mean, when you're, now he's in the, I mean, just anybody in the top 20 is pretty, but when you pass Espo, someone of my age, it's like, whoa. I mean, that's really, uh, I mean, Espo was hockey, you know? I mean, you, you pass Espo, and then I, you know, and, and then it's Dion. We mean, I spaced the other night, we were being French, I think, who's it? And then Hull, then Yags, and then Gordy. <laughs> I mean, it's, look, it's it's yeah, pretty amazing. Pretty, pretty rare company up there. <laughs> yeah, you get a nosebleed when you, when you when you get the holly. Yeah, no, and, and it, <laughs> yeah, when you look at up. Ovechkin and Flurry, where they're going to end, you know, in career totals, it's kind of fun to look at how high they're going in in, in these in these numbers. But it just stinks because Ovi's going to need to score like thirty five until he's forty, thirty two, thirty three goals. And I just don't think – I think that it's going to stink because we're all going to know in our hearts Yager and Ovechkin could have beat Gretzky, but I don't think they're going to. Yeah, like, like we'll all know. Every hockey fan our age and a little bit younger is going to know that the, the Ovechkin and Yager because of work stoppages and all that should have got it, but I don't think that Ovi's going to get it. And I, But even with Yager, you know, he took, the, he took the rubles to play in Russia for three years. So I I, I didn't even feel it was bad as Yager for Yager's. But – but Ovi, just missing two half seasons. Yogs might have had it with just the work stoppages, though. That's what I'm saying. Forget going to Russia. He could have maybe even gone to Russia and still gotten it. Uh, it would have been a lot well, of goals. The, the short season is the short season is Gretzky's friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Corona's Gretzky, Gretzky's friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. <laughs> He's like Mr. Burns. He's he he has all the antidotes up in his mansion. Him and Jen, him and his wife. Um, Vinny T, <laughs> Vinny Trocheck, the Pittsburgh kid out. Carolina, actually number one, I think, as we speak. They're good. L- looking good. Imagine if they really sum up the goaltending. Um, waivers, these cleared waivers. Our buddy Jack Johnson cleared. Gartner cleared. Backus, uh, he's way over the hill, but media uh, fourth line center. Jimmy VC, another one of your buddies. All, all your buddies. And, of course, he didn't goes to clear. Vancouver. They went to Vancouver. Yeah, I know. He went to Vancouver. I, I, I thought for sure we'd be done with him, but he's in Vancouver now. Sherratt out 68 weeks. That's huge. You, you, you know that Montreal's going to go after a D guy now. Yeah, Montreal might just have to lick their wounds this season. This is not looking great. Oh, they, they got to go for it. I guess I just don't. I you know th- look that it's so wide open. They got to go for it, of course. But I I don't see them po- poking through. They're a big disappointment to me. I knew they didn't have the centers. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I knew they didn't have the centers down the middle. But they have. I mean, they, there's no. They 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 they, look, they 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 have to at least get Savard. Well, if Carey Price isn't at least three fourths of what Carey Price can be, they're not going to win. And he's been about half of what Carey Price can be. So I mean, that's to me their biggest thing. But yeah, you're right. Center depth. That's is a, no, you're right. Nothing. That's right. And I don't think Weber's played as well as he was playing. I don't think he could keep it up though. I think that was the whole thing with the bubble. I I, I think Weber twice got the advantage of being off. <laughs> and then I think when the games start adding up, he's he he gets old. Yeah. Like oh, they Corona hits. He still has a home gym. He goes in the bubble on fire. <laughs> then it's like he's off again. Oh, look, he comes out. He kind of out of the gate good. And then it's like, okay, now the games are up. I I love Shea Weber. The, the game needs more Shea Weber as far as I'm concerned. But, I mean, 
next year, if if we all go back to normal, they're the, they're going to be <laughs> they're going to be happy they're in the same division as Buffalo to get those eight wins. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I mean who, if they don't do it this year, there's going to be a battle for who gets to keep Buffalo, right? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I think there was one more piece of it. Uh, you know, I, I want to wait till uh, next week. I think we might get a Florida Panther guy on because I have a Florida Panther question, but I'll wait for that. Um, we should probably do the awards. Is that is that all we got? Nice year for the Panthers. Absolutely. Great year! I'm happy for I'm happy for Q. You know I'm ha- I'm happy for Horny. Yeah. I'm ha- I'm happy for I'm happy for Florida. I mean, th- we yeah, they're it, doing good. They they fell on on their face last year. We all thought they were going to be good, so you know it was due. They were due to have a good season. All right, here we go. Oh yeah, <laughs> I switched that up. That's pretty funny. Oh, how did that get there? Oh, this all got messed up. I'll have to look for him. Uh, Oh, something happened uh, to the music. Okay, there's the regular one. All right, the Howie. I got a couple penguins and then another one. Uh, my buddy, the Godfather. Anthony Angelo, when he puts a hit on, you're done. I love him. The big pie's on. He told the linesman, hey, you shouldn't have called that icing. I'm fast. <laughs> I would have got to that buck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bobby Eric picked that up. I remember listening. <laughs> how great, how great is that? That's the best. That's the best because I I, yeah. I'm not going to throw my guy under the bus, but a, a, a prominent Pittsburgh guy told me a few years ago he will never play in the NHL. He's too slow. And I love Angelo. I'm like, he's 6'5". He actually hits somebody. He knocks him down. I'm like, czar. I love Angelo. He scored a big goal last week. Love him. That was funny. The other funny thing was Gino. They asked Gino what he thinks the Penguins need uh, to win, to make it to the cup. And he said, we need Mario to come back. And he's right, because now Mario has to play center. Uh, but the other, Howie, I'm giving it to, uh, I'm, I'm giving Frazier a tap of the stick because he, he made me think of it. Whatever the hell the Dallas Stars were wearing yesterday. I told you. Wasn't that a weird it was horrible. How did how did the Wild get to have such great throwback North Star jerseys, right? And the Dallas Stars have to wear these practice jerseys. Aren't they technically still the North Stars? Why are the Wild wearing the franchise that they're not anymore? jerseys like the north stars went with the stars yep. the dallas stars are the north stars so i couldn't get over that not only do your jerseys stink the best third jersey or retro jerseys in the league should be yours <laughs> minnesota oh, just took true. them I, I i don't know i mean don't even get me started on know how much i hate what the they wild. wore last <laughs> night was really goofy yeah and because yeah. i like the i like their black glow in the dark ones i think those are cool those are okay yeah, those are cool um all right The Korea, we got uh, Kaprizov took a puck in the face against Vegas uh, and scored. Uh, Shillington uh, uh, got he got an assist against against Edmonton after getting drilled, and then Grant last night, uh, Landeskog or two nights ago pushes him into the net, gets the penalty shot, and then scores on the penalty shot. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, Grant, nice fourth line center. Of Grant, old retread. He'd be a retread for the Penguins, but he's a guy that Duckies will get rid of. That's a good. That's a good one for anybody. They could use him right now. Grant. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Keep an eye out for Mr. Grant. Derek Grant. Uh, dirty deeds done. Dirt cheap. The dirt bag. Two of them. One off the ice. The Minnesota Press Corps. This kid from Vegas. Uh, Coughlin, first three goals of his career, all in that game, a hat trick against Minnesota. He doesn't get one of the three stars. Boo. The three stars thing yeah, has that's... gotten to be ridiculous. Who even who even picks it anymore? I uh, that That's a Philly press corps move, though. That is just BS. How do you have a hat trick? No, that's... That's and not weak. make one That's of the three weak. stars. That's terrible. And the other dirtbag is uh, I'm giving it to uh, someone from Buffalo. 
I even look, look up his number. He slashed Zaka last night. Zaka got hurt. Just a two-handed slash. You're already beat. You're already losing. This slash Zaka. Just a real dirt. Did you see that slash? Yeah. Just a total dirt bag. Uh, I go with the press corps. Well, Coglin, you don't get a you don't get a star in Minnesota, Minnesota, but you do get a Mario from Puck Off. Great job. First three goals, hat trick. You're Vegas great. is loading up. Yeah. The Vegas Golden Knights. No clods. We do have a Jan Rutu with the big skirt. Let Anthony, hey, Tony Mantha. Just go right around them for your Detroit Red Wings. And then this is the yep. best. Skinner <laughs> goes in on a breakaway. Oh, no. Letang just pushes him down. <laughs> and the old two-nighter, Phil Port goes, well, he was a figure skater. He did go down easy. <laughs> Skinner, turned oh, my around, God. Skinner turned around and barked at the ref. <laughs> and and, and uh, Borky goes, eh, what, are you, what, are you, what are you complaining about? It was barely a push, Skinner. And, and Borky goes, well, he was a figure skater. <laughs> Somebody yelled at Skinner after a fight wow. last night. I forget who it was. You're the most overpaid player in the league. And the the mic caught it caught it like he was in the box, like he was in the press box. <laughs> they tried they tried to not like the like the, the the commentators just tried to gloss right over it. But somebody said, I forget whoever he fought last night or tussled with. They got to the box. He goes, "You're the most overplayed guy in the league." <laughs> the best oh thing. Oh my you can say god! To him. Oh, that's so great. Wow. All right, here we go. Uh, Brandon Tanev, a goal, and then he blew up Tenorti. Uh, he gets the Bob Pro Bear. That's a Pro Burt move right there. Yep. All right, the man of the Silver Mountain, the Dio. Uh, Coglin with the hatter, but that was in a loss. We're going to he shall be Leon Dreisaitl versus the Ottawa Senators. The hatter and two apples. Leon Five points. Nothing like play. It, the, the, uh, the Senators are like the old Sharks of the, of the early 90s. You got you to gotta get your cookies against, against the Senators. And good for Leon. The oldest award, and uh, the second oldest maybe, but one of the two originals and the funnest, the save of the week. Gibby with his leg on Kopitar on the breakaway. Great save. Ronta on Nikushkinen slide over in the back of the leg. You had Halak on Lafreniere on the power play from Kako Kaka. Should have shot it. He's the one open. Then he passed it over to Lafreniere and just a six save from Halak. Demko on Pulley RV. Ronta off the chest against Kaprizov. The kid from Carolina, I can't say his name. On Larkin, Jari against the Brusque, shorthanded. And then Vladar last night with the stick on Sevier. Wow. I got to go with Darth Lavar on that one. Yep. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe the, that was a wild save. Bob Airy again with a great quote. He said, I think that'll be the best save of his career. Not an insult, <laughs> but I mean, they don't get much better than that. <laughs> like, uh, like he's really set the bar high for him to have a better save now. What, what, what are the chances of Sevier getting the puck up? Up anyway. It's like the one time he gets the puck off the ice, <laughs> he hits his stick. And Xavier's playing okay too, but yeah, come on. All right, the Goonies. McNabb crushes Ral. Sharat uh, versus TJ Miller. Don't mess with the kid from Pittsburgh. Sharat broke his hand. Calvert uh, crushes Damaris Andrioff versus that dirtbag Holloway. Your boy Earn versus Gaudreau. Looch and Joss Anderson. Absolute heavyweight tilt. You gotta love that. Gabriel versus Delorier. Luff versus Renouf. Czar crushing Cousins, Cousins, and then fights Miller. Uh, Joshua crushes Reeves. You never see Reeves go down. Then fights Colasar. Uh, Lemieux runs Frederick. Fiala runs Keller. Bogosian Versus Watson, uh, Kara, Chara, however you say it, not Chara, but uh, Kiara, however you say his name, the guy in Edmonton 
run Shillington and then fought Richie, and Richie knocked him out. That was one of those ones where you're like, oh, doesn't look like UFC stuff. How cold. Olivier versus Maroon. Romanoff, your boy, trudges Ehlers. The Tanif hit. Susie last night runs Garland. You don't mess with Carter Garland. You gotta love, uh, you gotta love Grouse coming in there and just creaming him. Though he, he he was on the ground, he was still hitting him. And then Greenway with the hit to the head. Uh, I like good draw on Ernie. What a unbelievable punch! Knocked him out and then caught him so they wouldn't hit his head on the ice. <laughs> Classy, Barclay Goudreau. Yeah. Yeah, no, that one, yeah, the, the gamesmanship of, of holding on to the jersey there, uh, you know, that, that that makes it my favorite fight. But I'm starting to like anybody who fights Gabriel because I just don't like him. <laughs> I just don't like He's trying too hard to be 1983 <laughs> hockey. Just be tough. You don't got to do the jabbing all all warm-ups. Just, yeah, just be tough. You, yeah. know, the tough. you imagine Riley Cote. Talk the whole time, I guess, but just be tough when you're out there. Cote, it was great Annoying. when Cote yeah. was a flyer because he never beat anybody. Yeah. <laughs> but he, but all all warmups, he just skated up and down the red line with that mean look on his face. Like it's like he's like he's trying to play Ogie Oglethorpe in the movie. It's like he thinks he's in a movie about himself being a goon. Here's uh here's one here's one thing we didn't get to. I'm gonna get to real quick. Sutter three and zero. You gotta love it. The Calgary organization yep. coming back. Luch, he had Luch out with two minutes left in the game. You know, Luch is getting free. He Luch with the go Luch with the empty net. You know, he loves Luch. Uh, he got Johnny Hockey playing. A little defense. Yeah, you, you gotta love it. your thoughts on your boy Sutter, Fresh. Oh well, well uh, I love him. You know, and uh, it seems to be uh, working at least thus far. You know, we wondered if he was a little too old school for today's game. But, uh, hey, he's a winner. He's proven that in the past, and uh, I think it's maybe what they needed. Seems to be working now. Absolutely. All right, one more, uh, one more, and then two stats, and we're out of here. Uh, the original skirt, Keith Yandel, 1,000 games played. It was great because during that game, they passed it right between his legs. <laughs> Minus one, Yandel. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, Q just wants, you know, Q just wants, oh, you know, Q just wants him to like, to like, you know, uh, you know, whatever, uh, pull a groin a, a, on the exercise bike and miss a game. Like, yeah, but the team loves him. You see, all, they all wore the one thousand jerseys and stuff. It's it's a weird spot down there. Yeah, they love him, but you know, Q, you know, Q doesn't, you know, Q doesn't love him. <laughs> Q's like, I don't care, I don't care about that Iron Man streak. Q's trying to wave him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a guy. There's no one more old school than Coach Q. He's just not an a-hole. That's that's just the difference. Yeah. You can be old. Sully's kind of old school. He he benched Casper. Yeah, but you don't have to be an a-hole about it. Well, Quinville uh, be- uh, benches players, but again, it's how you handle the press conference. <laughs> I think that determines yeah, if, if people right. get on you or not. Because everybody benches people, but Torts is the only one that will not share anything about it or share too much or you know just. Angrily play with a pen. Here's uh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> Gino got 1,100 points. The third Russian to do it. Only uh, Ovi and Mr. Fedorov have done it. But here, the fewest games to 1,100. It's funny because Gretzky did it like an under 500, and Lemieux like under 600. But that top 20 is ridiculous. It, and I have that on my phone. But we'll make it quick. Sid did it in 8.50. Gino, 9.35. Ovi, 9.78. Thornton, 10.97. And Patrick Marlowe, he is still technically active, uh, 15.25. Shots on goal since 05.06. These are a little off because they've played a couple games since. Ovi, 5,639. Next. Eric Stahl, I got it right this time. Eric Stahl, 3,729. 2,000 shot difference. Almost doubled him up. Jeff Carter, the party starter, 3,34.60. Phil Kessel, fill me up, 3,458. Zach Parisi, I guess it was in his folder of ice time he needs, uh, 33.68. And here's this is crazy. How is he this low? Patty Kane, only 3,309. Streaky goal scorer. I, I could see how it, it, you know. But that's it. Thank you, Aaron, our great producer. I think we'll cut some of this video. We are live in studio on uh, Facebook, I believe. I wore a better-looking oh, yeah. shirt. We don't look too horrible. 
Last week was horrible. I've been sitting very awkward. Aaron's so great. Aaron, he's such a classy guy. Because I'm like, oh, remember I said last week how I think George Lopez got better cameras. That's why we look like crap. <laughs> he didn't say it. He, Aaron should have said it on the air, but he was like, it's the same cameras. You just look like crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that George has upgraded the camera, we got to work on our wardrobe. Uh, no, they're the but, same. Uh, great show, guys. But you're the best looking man in podcast. Well, you're the second best looking man next to Court McCowan. But you'll you'll do fine on these new cameras. It's just uh, me. It's very tough to beat Court McCown in anything. Yeah. Um, you know what, guys? Great show. And Aaron, thank you. You're right. He's an amazing producer. Uh, Joe Bartnick, uh, just great job. Andy Picaro, as always. And uh, we thank the Parkoff fans, the troops. And we're looking forward to more great hockey coming up this week. We'll see you next week. We are Puckoff. We are out.